Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. What is up, Luca Nation? We got, a, we got a little bit of a change of pace, you know, a, a shifting of the gear, a switching of the tide. I don't even know what I'm really saying, but welcome back. Wow. To- <laughs> wow. Look, look at this start. Look at the, what is that? The changing of the what? Changing of the tide? Changing yeah, of the- you know the current. It's, it's going south, now it's moving north. No, but it, it, we're, I'm off kilter because every Sunday morning we hop on and I start my day with Cage and a two-liter soda and we talk about football. We did that yesterday, and instead, Cage is drinking out of a plastic glass because it's 6 p.m., yeah. and we're going to bring you a short <laughs> special, you know, a daily segment of two plays, two guys that we think are under the radar, uh, kind of our usual our usual game. What's going on, Cage? Yep. Well, listen, you know, did you watch football um, earlier today? We got uh, I, 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 Lamar Jackson. He is not Andy Dalton. Lamar Jackson got the victory, got the W. Got the W? No, I didn't watch a single yep. game. I was returning rental cars, grabbing a new rental car, and picking my parents up from the airport. All right. Yeah, listen, this is uh, your – so today you pretended to be an adult. I like it. Wonderful. Well, the football games have been great. We got – obviously, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, right as we release it, there's a night game, uh, you know, still to be played. And, uh, you know, lots of fun. The games kind of went the way, you know, people thought they were going to go. Tampa Bay won their game. It was close. It was right on the chalk. Uh, right on the eight um you know the bills beat the colts but it was closer the colts were the right play on that one um colts almost pulled one out there uh but yeah this is the first sunday episode that we didn't release as sunday a.m because we don't have a a full slate of sunday games here the nfl is kind of winding down but as the sports gods look so favorably upon us while we have nfl playoffs basketball is really starting to really kick it in right we had Lamelo ball you know he's now the hobby darling oh my if prism was out i can only imagine what would happen to his prism card overnight we already see the draft card kind of flying um you know and uh and you know we're we're about a week away now from uh from hoops hitting the street i think it comes out this week it's supposed to if they don't push it back um, followed by, you know, Absolute and Revolution and all these Dunris and all these other releases that are going to come out. So that'll be cool checking out these guys in their, uh, you know, in their NBA uniform. So we'll get the football playoffs, you know, um, you know, rolling into basketball. I think hockey starts this week too, if that's your thing. So it really is, uh, you know, it's a good time to be, you know, hunkering down and watching some sports and listening to Coach Goldberg over there, you know, tell you about what's going on in sports. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's nice. It's, we'll do we'll do a quick one. You have you have anything top of mind? Anything crazy you wanted to chat about with with the folks today? I do, and I want to talk about the hoops release. And, and I just want to pick your brain. Cool. I think this year is unlike any other year, right? Because it's not COVID. Uh, second, we have four months between the start of NBA season and when Prism Panini releases. But at the same time, and I know Starstock was mixing it up, so I'm not going to get into it, but. Are you a buyer or a seller on the release of hoops? You know, would you be buying boxes? I'm a buyer. Uh, I'm a buyer, and yeah, I mean they're they're expensive, but yes. But I'll I'll be a hoops buyer. Um, I don't know whether I'll be breaking boxes of it myself. I'll try to find one or two. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, when, when people are breaking this and there are lots being sold of the rookies, I'm a buyer of it because uh, a couple of reasons. Number one, it is going to be the first card of, of these guys in their pro uniforms, which is a cool thing. It's a cool thing to have. Um, it's everybody's first opportunity to kind of, uh, you know, day trade the, the, the actual Panini release of these guys in their pro uniform as opposed to their, uh, you know, their, their college uniform. Um, but I think you'll be able to get some, 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 some deals on it and, you know, not just hoops, um, but, but absolute and Dunris and even revolution coming out. I think we have everybody gearing up for prism in March and everybody saying, Oh, prism, 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 you know, wait for prism, wait for prism. And, you know, I think what's going to wind up happening is some of these things that are going to come out now before prism, they might get a little overlooked, a little forgotten, which will allow for you to have some bargains. Um, and if everybody's saving their bankroll for Prism to come out um, and passing on Hoops or uh, Donruss or, uh, you know, or, or, or Revolution, I think you might be able to get your, the guys you want inexpensively. So, and, you know, you grab a lot. You know, people are breaking a case. You know, you grab 10 week one Lamellos. They're probably great. They're probably gradable cards. They're probably in decent shape. You buy them all, you send them off for grading, and you got them for next season. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to go nuts. You don't have to put them in, you know, five day. You put him in bulk and hope to get him, you know, for his sophomore run. So some comments from Luca Nation, you know, and, and I love this, by the way. Cage, is it not insane that we started this six, seven months ago at this point? And we can't not six yet. Six months on the seventeenth. Six months. We're not there. I want to make a big celebration for six months. We get thousands of listens. We get comments. We get engagement. It's unbelievable the feedback. And here's the number one thing: our our community holds us accountable. And they're like, "Hey guys, oh yeah, to say, we think you've been a little bit unfair to this year's NBA draft class. It's going to be better than you think it is." What do you think about that, Cage? Have we done them a disservice? Is Mello, Edwards, you know, Wiseman? Well, I'll I'll ask you right back to you, right? I'll ask you right back to you. So I'll let you buy $100 worth of Luka, $100 worth of Zion, $100 worth of who in this draft class? Pick a name. Pick the best name. A little ping pong. Um, Here's how I'll say it, guys. There's two things to understand. Depth. No, but seriously, do that. Who do you think is not the number one guy? Lamelo. So if I give you a hundred dollars right now and said you, you could spend a hundred dollars on you spend a hundred dollars on Luca, a hundred dollars on Zion, or a hundred dollars on Lamelo, who you who you putting your money into? Luca, easy, not even close. Luca, okay. So now now a hundred dollars worth of Trey, hundred dollars worth of Ja, and who's the second guy in this class? You think it's Anthony Edwards, Edwards. James Wiseman, Edwards. Edwards. So so who are you putting a hundred dollars in? Trey, Ja, or um or Anthony Edwards? Ja. Okay, so you got Ja, right? So so. Um, the year before, right? So who's, who would you consider the number three guy in the 2018 draft after Trey and Luca? SGA. Okay, so SGA. How about last year? What do you say, Tyler Hero? Yep. Tyler Hero is the third, right? So Kobe White, if you wanted to. There's a lot of guys you can name, but let's just say Hero. So I'm going to give you $100. You can buy SGA. $100, you could buy Tyler Hero. Or $100, you could buy who? Wiseman? Yep, uh, Wiseman. And, and that's a great – thank you for leading me to water because <laughs> I think the biggest difference between this class and the others is there's no true star. And, and you mm-hmm. have to understand, a star is what drives the market. Stars drive wax. Stars drive profit. So I have no question in my mind, Patrick Williams, Anthony Edwards, uh, LaMelo Ball, 
all super, super talented and they're going to overperform expectations. But at the end of the day, none of them can be the star that I think Luke and Trey and Ja and Zion can be just because they don't have that talent. They have the swag, they have a little bit of the it factor, but they don't have the actual basketball talent to drive the wax market. That's my take. I'll tell you what I think, right? I'll tell you what I think. You go to the Pelicans. Who's the Pel- Who's the face of the of the Pelicans? It's Zion. You go to the the you go to you go to the you go to the Grizzlies. Who's the face of that team right now? Who's who's the face of that team? It's Ja. You go to Dallas. Who's the face of that team? It's Luca. Luca's the the number one guy, number one scorer. You go to the Hawks. Who's the number one guy? Trey Young. These guys who you're talking about, Lamelo, he's coming off the bench right now, right? Wiseman, Steph Curry's on that team. You know what I mean? You got Anthony Edwards. I don't even know if I can name anybody else on that team anyway. So, you know, it's not a team that I even care about. But you're talking about marquee players. This draft class is full of plenty of really good guys. But you don't have have, have that name. You don't have that marquee guy um, who's going to hold it out. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think we're being fair to the class. It's a good class. And I think a lot of the guys will overperform maybe good NBA players. But I'm not going to be investing a ton of money in Patrick Williams. I think he'll be great. He was a number four pick. But on the Bulls, I'm going to put my money into Kobe White. I'm going to put my money into Zach Levine. Hell, I'm going to put my money into Wendell Carter Jr. and Otto Porter Jr. before I put my money into Patrick Williams. You know, so, you know, you have to remember that. These guys, they're, 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 they're going to be fine NBA players, but they're, you know, you ask the average person who's not in cards every day who Zion Williamson is, they know who it is. They're not going to be able to name anyone from this draft class. That's the difference. Guys, I'm going to zig when they zag. I, I, I've been nice. looking all day. I've been looking all day. I promise you, I woke up early this morning. I had a ton of errands to do. I'm one of those guys that hates doing errands. I hate going to convenience stores. Uh, and I had a ton of them today, so I had to wake up early. And I was like, man, everyone's looking at modern NBA. Everyone's looking at this 2020 draft class. Everyone's looking at the T. Sequinian sold out. But then I, I started thinking about, you know, are Luca Nations asking us questions? And my play today is super, super basic. And I talked about it on our cute coffee with Cage. And my play today is recently graded Topps Chrome Refractors of Kobe Bryant. I think there's a huge arbitrage to be made on those. Uh, and here's how I would play it. If you look at the serial number, the recently graded refractors, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, and even in the 50s with the new... Lighthouse label, if you just search Kobe Bryant Refractor PSA and eBay, you're going to see a ton of new cards come up. And I think those PSA 7, 8, and 9s are going to turn into huge, huge, huge BGS 9.5 gem mints. My play today is old school refractors from Topps Chrome. Doesn't matter, not rookie year. You could find the photo that you think is the most relevant. I would buy up freshly graded refractors from PSA and cross them over to BGS. I think you have time on your in your favor. I think no one cares about BGS versus PSA when it comes to old school cards. And I think PSA has been so, so strict on cards that they know could really, really have a lot of value that they're giving PSA eights and sevens to cards that are BGS nines and nine fives. And I think there's a huge opportunity for just an arbitrage play. So give me an example of one or two for people to look for. Sure. Like a 90, 98 Topps Chrome Refractor? Or are you talking about more recent ones? Where, where, where are you sending the people? Sure. You're not talking about the rookie. If you have a rookie uh-huh. refractor of, of Kobe, don't crack it out of the case, please. No, I mean, like, if you look at, like, the 2007, 2006, 2005, 2008 refractors of Kobe, mm-hmm. 
Here's what happens, Cage, and I'll, 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 it came from a theory. And tell me if you agree with this. So really, really scarce, high value cards are drying up on the market. It's true. It's true, right? Yep. And what keeps those scarce and high value is PSA controlling the population of them is where you're going, right? That PSA gets in these Kobe cards that a lot of people sent them in after he, after he passed away. We're, we're pushing a, a year on it. And they're getting those cards back. They got them back in the last couple of months. And PSA says, you know what? You know, the Kobe market is one of the things that's driving this hobby. If we put out a bunch of nines and tens, it dilutes it. Now there's more supply out there and the prices don't go up. They don't get big headlines. I get it. I, I get it. I understand. Yeah, I, I'll never know whether it's right. true or not. The other side, you have the, I don't know why I keep thinking of this guy, Spintron, Gary V, Adam 27 guy. You have these really high Nat Turner sports cards. I'm, I'm just, that's, that's just a, I'm just even scraping this. The big guys with big money are buying up the best cards. They're buying up the best cards. So they're not buying up Luca Prism PSA 10s. They're buying up really rare autos and refractors of top guys. And you're seeing it's way harder to buy some really nice cards, Cage. Some really scarce, high-value, low-pop cards. It's hard to buy them. You're not going to see a ton of refractors of LeBron PSA 10. You're not going to see a ton of refractors of Kobe, Topps Chrome, rookie cards. So my point is... While we see all of these sales in the market, slowly these guys with a lot of liquidity, a lot of funding are stashing away really, really, really desirable cards. And at the same time, I think people who have had collections for 20, 30 years who, you know, they never graded before because in the 90s and the early 2000s, no one was grading, right? And they're like, wow, these cards fetch a, they fetch a few thousand bucks. So they send them to PSA and PSA gives sevens, eights and nines cards that maybe 10 15 years ago might have been graded at 10 and i think there's an opportunity to buy those cards at a slight discount and cross them over to bgs yep i like it i like it it's a great play i'm gonna go i'm gonna stick with the draft class that we had here and i'm gonna give a play um i'm almost doubling down on it you, you know if you listen to our thing you'll know that this is a guy i like but i feel um like I have to give it again because unless you watch the sport every day, unless you watch these games, unless you're you know you're 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 really knee deep in it and you're watching the day to day, you might have missed this, and it kind of it leaves some good evidence to support my theory on one of the rookies this year. And with hoops coming out and these guys coming out, it's not somebody that anyone's going to really be looking for. So I'm going to tell you, you know, with Maxi, look, hoops comes out to be people going to be buying the Maxi cards and Lamelo cards, you name it, right? So let me ask you something. You've seen Russell Westbrook. It seems like he switches the team as much as Floyd Mayweather switches his underwear, right? So um, you think that the, the the Washington Wizards team, as it's currently constituted, looks the same next year? You think it's going to be John Wall and Russell Westbrook and the whole deal? What's the percent chance? Zero. Like you're holding up a goose egg, but people can't see you. Unless this is an auditory. <laughs> Let me add an ask. I actually like how they speak without both of those guys in the lineup. I love seeing young guys mesh because I love Westbrook. I, I like how competitive he is, but honestly, he stifles other players' growth. He really does. And when him he's out, when Beal was out, the other guys like Denny Avija and some other guys on that's my pick. That's so my pick. Better. That's my pick. So, but here's the deal, right? So he's a 19 year old kid. A lot of people say, you know, a little like Luca. He's a little taller. Plays more of like a like a, a forward uh, position. He's not. He doesn't bring the ball up. Um, 
foot, 19-year-old international player. So, like, it's like a kind of guy you like, right? Because he's been playing professionally for a little while, even though he's 19, right? He's not a, he's not a high school kid. Um, he's been playing professionally for a little while. And he did enough in camp after the draft that they put him in the starting rotation. But he's been scoring eight or nine or ten points and getting some rebounds. Um, and not really lighting up the world because they have a lot of depth. They got a lot of other players on the team who are who are putting the the biscuit in the basket, so to speak, right? Um, he also isn't getting a ton of minutes, right? Twenty something minutes a game. Um, so I was happy because it, he's going to be better. He's nineteen. He's a guy that I can buy his cards when they come out this year and not have to pay an arm and a leg for it. And I wasn't sure though wasn't sure if this is a guy who could score 20 points in the NBA or whether what I was seeing was this this is what he is he's going to be a, a, a middle of the road type of player who can put up some stats and not play the NBA game but then I got a gift the gift of COVID here the COVID season the silver lining of this craziness that you get to see people get opportunities that wouldn't otherwise have opportunities you got to see it with someone like Maxi on, uh, on, on the 76ers like half of the Celtics team getting into play here um, you know, you're getting a glimpse of what these guys can do at the NBA level, and so are their teams when they make their personnel decisions going forward. When the Celtics kind of figure out what they're going to do with Kemba Walker, when you see Peyton Pritchard play the, as well as he's been playing, who otherwise would not have gotten a shot at the NBA level. Um, but Denny got to play last night with no Westbrook and no Beal, and he scored 20 points. And he filled up the stat sheet, five or six rebounds, five or six assists, played 32 minutes. First time he's played anywhere near that amount of time. And look what he was able to do. You know, he's going to get in there and score 20 points and have a real nice game. So to me, this is the kind of play I hope you come to expect from us because we talked about this 2020 NBA draft. And when the products come out, whether it's Prism or anything else, people are going to be flocking to Lamelo. People are going to be buying the Wiseman. People are going to be paying through the nose for Anthony Edwards. Heck, they're going to be looking for this kid Maxi now. They're going to be looking for Peyton Pritchard. They're going to look for Okoro. Look for all these guys. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton has gotten some some recent love. Um, Denny is lower down on that totem pole because he has not been. You know, he didn't have a thirty point triple double the other day, but he shows that when he has the opportunity, that he can score. He can play at the NBA level, and he's nineteen years old. So it's a guy who, you know, you buy it now, you, you might not get a 2X or 3X this season. But I have no problem paying a couple bucks for that card and putting it away for next season when he's playing, you know, in the starting five again, but giving given more of an offensive, you know, ability. Because he wasn't drafted for his defense, which, by the way, if you just type his name in Google, he's playing great defense. I mean, he's playing great defense. He, he, he guarded Kyrie the other night. Pull it up on YouTube. He I not only he, guarded him, he guarded him well. They both sat out for personal reasons that night. <laughs> yeah. I, have so, point. I have a statement and a question, but you want to wrap yeah, that? Yeah, so I mean, I would have no problem buying any of his cards. I'd buy his Prism draft card now because you get them, you get them pretty cheap. But when the hoops comes out, Revolution come out, when this guy's cards come out, you know, if you're bidding, you'll be bidding against me. Fair warning. No, but the, the point, guys, is you know if if you're in breaks or or you wanna you know you wanna um, you know make some trades, go on Mercari Facebook groups. That's somebody who I'm gonna be targeting. And forget I bring that to you guys. I want to give you guys a peek inside my brain real quick. So let me lay out some information. A class, this draft class from 2020, is a class with no clear star, but a lot of really good talent. Let's put it that way, right? No clear star, a lot of good talent. 
Second thing is a shortened season. Third thing, NBA Prism release, the NBA version, is, we'll call it delayed, but it's about three and a half to four months into the season. So you're probably sitting there thinking, how do I make money off this draft class? Because I know draft picks is not really the way I go. Oops, whatever. Here's how I would do it. You're sitting on the other, on the other end and thinking, hmm, I've been sports betting. I understand basketball. This is the draft class to day trade based on matchups. So let's take, for example, Danny of Egypt. You know that Beal and Westbrook are going to be out, right? That's a great time to buy him before the game, sell him after the game. You know, Lamelo right now, he's he's his price is at a premium. He just had a triple. He just had a triple double, right? But there's guys like Wiseman that people might not be looking at because he had a few off games. This is a class that you know you might invest in players for one, two, or three games instead of investing long term, and take that profit and roll it over into when NBA actual prism comes out. Use this time not to find a true winner, but to bet on matchups. Bet on players that have favorable matchups. Whether that's someone's out on COVID and they're gonna get a lot of time like Peyton Pritchard is, or hey, they just got moved into the starting lineup and they're gonna have more usage. They trade these. Or, or somebody who was injured like Obi Toppin and you read he's got a week away, buy his cards now, and you'll sell him in a week right before he even gets into his first game. You know what I mean? You don't even have to wait for him to play because it'll go up when the news starts to come out that he's going to be inserted into the lineup. Look for ways to, you know, advance your, 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 your fortunes, guys, where no one's looking. You know, you're 100% right. Play the matchups. And think about that, guys. So we always think about, like, we always want things to be the way they are, but right now they're not. It's just a reality. It's just a different market in these next two to three months. So why not build your bankroll? Why not day trade so when... NBA Prism hoops uh, when NBA Prism comes out, you have a bankroll that's three x because you've just been day trading, finding arbitrage opportunities where no one else is looking. That's how I would play the current draft class, and I would use Starstock for that, or however you guys want to play. But I think Starstock is perfect for that. Think of a way: can I build my bankroll two x, three x, so that when the big releases come out in a few months, I have more of a bankroll to make a move with. As opposed to, oh, there's no, there's no prism. I'm just going to sit on the sidelines and wait. That's how. That's just a thought I had, and I wanted to share it there. I like it. I mean, it's definitely a good way of doing it, right? And and this season, more than any other, you're seeing, you know, people out for personal reasons, people out for health reasons, you know, people with injuries. So they're, you know, we're we're getting a, we're getting a good look at, at some of these rookies that we otherwise would not have, uh, you know, been able to see. And their playing time is changing drastically, one game in, one game out. So. It's nice. I mean, we talked about Tyrese Maxey literally like 24, 48 hours before he had that explosion in his price. So hopefully you guys are listening to us. Um, and uh, <laughs> you're right. I mean, I'm curious to see what happens now when these releases start to come out. Um, you know, because we're now going to start, we're getting into the, the real release time. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And the price points are higher for everything as well. So yeah. Season why it matters and why I say that is because I think of it as one bankroll. Like, let's say you're depositing at a star stock 100 bucks, right? I think of it as I put a hundred buck bet, a hundred dollar bet on whatever it is. But my goal is let's say I'm a believer in LaMelo long term, but I know I'm not going to be able to invest in LaMelo cars long term until March when NBA Prism comes out because that's the investor set. 
It's no question. That's just what it is. MBA prism is the investor set. So I think, okay, I have two months, I have two months to take that hundred bucks and build up that bankroll. So, okay, maybe right now with a hundred bucks, I could buy one MBA prism lamella card. But if I'm able to make smart day-to-day moves, can I turn that hundred bucks into 500 bucks and then buy five lamella cards when the MBA prism comes out and turn those five cards into a PSA, you know, three PSA, 10, two PSA, nine. And then I have 2000 bucks. This is a really important time. This is a really important time. And I want to leave you guys with that message that to use this time wisely, this is the time I think to day trade, find matchups, find players, see who's out, who's injured, who's on COVID and really buy into those rookies and day trade them. I like it. All right, guys. So Kobe's uh, with the, with higher certs, lighthouse labels that you can crack out of uh, PSA 7s and 8s and tournament, the BGS 9 and 9.5s. And uh, look for my boy Denny on the Wizards when uh, when these basketball releases come out, when everybody else is looking at oh, all the other guys. I think he's, he's somebody to stash that you can be able to get pretty cheap. Um, and I think he's going to have a good, a good NBA career. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.